the Lord has been, um, I think this is, well, I, ho- I hope that many of you relate to this, but um, the Lord has been supplying things I need. It's funny how you go through seasons where you're anxious because there's something you need and it's not there, especially the kind of things that you can't just go out and buy, you know, can't just get it like the Lord has to bring it, you know, and then you think about how to make it happen. And um, Maybe I'm the only person that does that, but anyways, um, if you would be like me, you know, you're thinking, you're, you know, whatever, because these sometimes are very serious things, like, and um, recently I've been in a season, like, if something, if I lose something, something else gets, re- replaces it, like, it's, it's really amazing, so, um, I forget what I was originally going to say about that. Da, da, da. That's a great profound statement, Rick. It's all by itself. Okay. I looked up at Tom, and I, 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 I just have to acknowledge, I've told Kurt, like, what he's flowing with is so, so, so good. Like, uh, and Tom was the same way and is the same way when he, when he leads communion. And uh, it's so significant. I mean, these guys are standing up and leading us in something. It's all, it's very, I don't care that we're a little place in the middle of, it's good stuff. Like I would take the way they lead communion and put it anywhere. Like, you know, how you just get, you're like, oh yeah, let's show this. Like, and the Lord's like, no, I'm hiding this. <laughs> That's about, you know, but it's, it's at that level. It's like, if I was somewhere that was significant, I'd be like, I'd want, I want these guys and these people. And then I've also become aware something has happened. Kevin Pontius has come to us and, and it's taken years. It's taken years. Is that okay with you for something to take years to really get clicked in again? We don't like that weight. We're like, we like instant. We like quick. We like easy. And, uh, someone that is paying attention to years i don't know when kevin first came around um wasn't that long after trent we lost trent was it like within the first year it was very it was still fresh to lose trent and kevin came in so how many years has that been now how many years ago did we lose pardon seven years we is it really Hmm, interesting kevin came in how interesting when he came and there was a lot of like I can make the statement well Kevin's here with us he's you know in this place but wow there was a lot of ups and downs with that a lot of turmoil that you never saw a lot of things and and him finding his place and in the end of his journey I'd always release him to I mean it's such a testimony I don't talk about it much but I would always release him because I saw his potential he could be anywhere. He's just well-spoken. He's prophetic. He's like, he could just flow with wherever. And people ask him to come, you know. And so it's like not even a made up. It's like, it's real. I'd always be like, yeah, Kevin, you should go there because this is nowhere. <laughs> like, this is like next to a cornfield near a woods, blah, blah, blah. So, um, just, I mean, I really felt that. Like, oh, wow. And you're, get, it's, you're never going to be content here. You're never going to be satisfied here. Really, that was my, it was my other thing. Like, you, you need to move and go and whatever. So in the end, the Lord brings him back here, totally humbles me. And he, when he wants me to ordain him, I'm, I'm like, I laugh. Like Sarah laughed, that kind of laugh. 
Remember that laugh? And the Lord's like, did you laugh? No, 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 I didn't laugh. Not me, you know, like that thing, you know. And Kevin looks at me sitting right here in the middle. I don't know why on some prayer night or something. We're sitting in the middle of everything in two seats. He said, but Rick, I don't feel safe with on any of those other people and ministries I could go to. Well, I got serious real fast. Like, that was really, he said, it's your father's heart I want the anointing from. I want this covering. This is what I want. I mean, that, he wasn't flattering me. It was, he was like dead serious. And I went, wow, what a, what a, thing from the Lord for me to have because honestly I never felt I would be adequate to raise up anybody like honestly after after the history I'm like yeah okay you know how you get there and so he continues to grow in this place in my life and he speaks things and he's really and I've lost a couple prophetic people that had that you know ability to speak a simple word and it goes and it clicks like it it opens up things and it, and it abides you know a good prophetic word just it and it just it has this abiding abiding ability with it and it's not the striving of the person it's just a word that abides so uh wow so he's become that like the lord's just truly has blessed me like things are happening and granting and so um the Lord is with me among those that are that help me that you know come. The Lord joins. So I was um, listening to um, the Elijah streams right now. It's really where I'm hearing, seeing, feeling some of the most anointed things, and I love the what Steve um, Steve Schultz has done and put together, and the guests that he has, and and he instead of pressure of having whosoever. He, he pays attention. He very, he scrutinizes over who, who he brings in, what they share, like he's careful. And um, he has this theme and he's sticking with this theme and he's also very patriotic and his group of people and uh, the prophets that he's bringing and there's a unity and a flow in them and they're all uniquely different, but it's, I really highly recommend it. It really keeps you going and uh, ministers to you. And a, a woman named Amanda Grace who has also been very, um, she has been accepted among the patriots that are not necessarily churchy. It's like, yeah, it's quite an open, like, wow, there's a, you know, there's a big group and they're in all types of colors and sizes and beliefs and whatever, but they're patriots. They love our country, they love our nation, they believe in President Trump uh, being in his position, that he's the rightful president. And so, um, she gives a great, another great word, and I love these people because as I listen to them and listen to them with ears, I know that they're true to their prophetic gift to be pure in that. I also know they know things. Her, Johnny Enlow, I know they know things. They have connections, and if you listen long enough, go, oh, you're, you're connected, you know things, but they're very, they stay very pure and very peaceful. And, very, and I'm like, wow, I need, I need me some more of that. Like, just, they're just, you know, they talk about some of the most horrible situations that we're going through, and they're just, they're just smiling because uh, 
They truly know the end. They know the Lord's at work. So you can smile through this absolute chaos. And she gives another word, direction. Things are happening, going to happen. Very good. And then she said, Steve said, do you have anything else, Amanda, before we close, before we pray for people? And she hesitates. I'm watching her, listening to her, and she goes, I want to make, I want to make sure the Lord wants me to say this and that I say it right. So there's a real, that's cool, isn't it? When someone's sensitive, just not, not talking just to, you know, she could just impress people, but she's very careful. And, uh, and, and most of these people are, and I I appreciate them for that. And, uh, she says this and it, it clicked with me. I even shared it with Phyllis. She's like, I'm not sure what you got out of that. It's like, well, yeah, I got, you know, it doesn't matter. It, I, it was, it was for me then. And, um, she, um, I got to get on the right, right page. It's always important to be on the right page. There it is. Amanda Grace, 1010. Yep. Today's 1010, right? Right. That's interesting. I don't know what that means, but it's 1010, 1010. Hmm. She said, while we wait for things to play out, things need to play out. I don't know what that's going to look like. They need to play out. There's going to be a before and there's going to be after. And I still am of the belief and faith that things are going to be much better after. I don't know what this looks like right now. But I'm in for the long haul. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hang on. <laughs> I'm going to hold the line. I'm going to stand in my place. And that's very peaceful. I don't have to prove it. I don't have to figure it out. I've tried to figure it out a bunch of times, and I always end up wrong. So I'm just like, I'm just holding. Like, I'm just faith. Faith doesn't mean I have to figure it out. Faith just means I have to believe it. I believe it. She said, well, we wait for things to play out. Ask the Lord what you are to be doing. And she has this, if you know Amanda Grace, she has a little cute, smirky, like, she knows, you know, there's more to it. But she's just saying the very basic essentials so that you figure it out and she said ask the Lord what you're to be doing right now in this time when things are playing out it may affect things more than you know well back to Kevin that is he came up with he came with this word about stirring up the gift within you that it impacted me deeply and he was, if you remember that if you haven't heard that teaching go back and listen on the podcast there were two that were really good or two in that on that same subject and he talked about what happened to him i mean here's a young guy that's very vulnerable he tells how i'm sitting there going oh my god i didn't realize you were struggling that but i knew he was i'm encouraging hey kevin like you've kind of clicked out we were you were going to share more and we had plans you know and i'm watching you and you're kind of busy and something's not something's off you know like give a word it's like I, i'm not hearing much any i said Give the little you have. Like when you have something, jump in for your share. It doesn't have to be big. It can be very powerful and be three words. And, and so I'm encouraging him, but he was just in this thing. And he confesses like he, his gift had just kind of gone dormant. And when that happened, the darkness just, you know, lights go out. It's like the generator, the power plant goes off. And he, and he explains how, and he, he, he relates. And I'm like, Oh, it's so true. When the gift that's in you, 
and you're the one that knows that. Nobody else needs to know that or understand, but there are gifts. There are things you're to be functioning, and the Lord gave you. If it's writing, if it's singing, if it's coming, if it's going, if it's building, if it's shining, if it's it doesn't matter what it is, but there's a gift and maybe many that this is you. You can identify them by a secondary way. Paul talked to Timothy about this. The gifts, the things that were prophesied over you, you know, that were spoken over you, stir those up. That's where the scripture comes from. And, and you'll know it by this. When you tap into it, when you do it, operate in it, sometimes that takes faith, like get up out of your chair and take a step. You come alive. You feel life in you. I'll feel that when I get back connected to music. If I get away from it completely, there's something that's not running. And when I get back to it, then it turns on. It comes on. I can just be taking time to practice, and there's life flows. I feel that. If I sit and meditate on the Word, and I, it's not about studying with my mind. I've never been good at that anyways. I'm not, I, yeah, whatever. But when I, I meditate and just, just let the Spirit flow, I get very energized from that. And so it, it, I know what my gifts are. When I build things or work physically and and something because something that I'm doing I do as a gift out of that gifting then I feel very energized by it through it by doing it because I know I'm tapping into I'm not doing it for money I'm doing it because there's and when I get released in my creative like most of the things I get involved in are need prayer and creativity so then I feel very alive in that. Even the hardship, push through the hardship and the reward, and it blesses people. So those are some, my exam so, some examples of the gift that's, and you need to stir it up, activate it by, by doing it. And, um, and jump in the water, you'll feel like swimming kind of thing, you know? And um, as long as we're shut down and we're in that, just sitting looking out the front window, then, yeah. It kind of has this counter thing, and the more you sit and don't do it, the less you feel like doing it, and the less alive you are. And so when you step into your gift, it, it's, not even, it's way beyond being about you. It becomes about supplying something, and everyone's affected by it. When you come into your thing and you do your, th when you show up, show up for life. And, and so Amanda says this and I'm like, yeah, because I, I am very preoccupied about this season and time. And how do I, as a, as a leader in my role, how do I help save the ship? You know, like I, 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 I it, it's not a bad thing, but I've got to be careful with it because I'll start looking at other things and ways. And actually the most, the best thing I can do for anybody in my sphere of influence is get in my gift, right? And most of you know me enough, well, know me well enough now, you know when I'm in it, when I'm not in it, when I'm, you know, over here. Oh, that's good, Rick, but you don't really, you're, get, get back at your kid. 
your wife will point that out faster than anybody besides her and the Holy Spirit. So she's like, what are you doing? Like, well, I'm being profound. I'm being, you know, I'm doing something amazing. <laughs> I thought it was. When you do that, this, nothing releases heaven. Our worship this morning, again, I was so aware of this in several of the songs, but as, as we're the declaration, Waymaker, like you want to get God to move, declare that he is. All the other stuff doesn't, it doesn't change anything, but you, you get into that. Do we not, when stuff starts to crash, the checkbook, uh, bounces, this happens, that happens, and you start talking the way you feel, which is not very good sometimes. But no one, who's listening? I'm just in my kitchen. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, off we go. Or let somebody step on your toes, offend you, you know? Like, well, off we go. Are we making good declarations? Not normally. <laughs> But what a change could take place if you get back into the declaration of what God's saying, what he's doing, what the truth is, regardless of how you feel. What the, declare the truth. I know how I felt, but I also know they didn't mean that maliciously. I have to just believe. You're like, well, what could they have been thinking? They know, you know, it's like, no, it can't have been. It can't, it got to be something else, like to choose that. And to choose that about God. What's God doing? He's waiting. For what? I'm drowning, you know, like. Am I sport? Like, what? So when you get into your gift and you get into the deck and you do the right thing. So when you worship, God is active. Man, I'm telling you, we need God and angelic beings to be very active right now. It's, yeah, it's dark. There's, you, re, you, you read whatever your access says, your heart, does your heart not fail you sometimes? And you're like, you're st trying to stay up, it's trying to stay up, and then you get that TMI, too much information, like, oh, I just lost my faith. Whoop, slipped right out, you know. <laughs> get that back. Hopelessness comes in. The best thing you can do is get in your gift. When we worship, I've known this for years and years, every time someone's here praying and worshiping and intercession, there's this extension. Who, um, what was the one teacher that we listened to, Arthur Burke? And he talked about the realm of the, the tent pegs. Block. When you get in the spirit and worship and pray, the tent pegs start, they move out. The boundaries, and what, what's up with those boundaries? Those boundaries are good boundaries. There's safety in those boundaries. That's why we want this to, to extend, because righteousness reigns when our boundaries extend. Peace reigns, joy reigns, love reigns, all the good kingdom stuff, that, that extends out and affects the the councils and the government and the school system, it affects everything. And it comes from this secret place where God gets activated, released, and angels get activated and released to go do what they do. Because I can't do what they do. Have you all come to that conclusion? 
But they're waiting for me to get in line and get in the right position and say the right thing so they can go. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, say it. Declare it. It's all we need. We need release. We need launched. And it comes out of your mouth until the Father set it up this way. You pathetic humans, we have to wait on you, you know? We want to fix this. But someone needs to send us. We need sent by your declaration, by agreeing with what the Father has spoken. It doesn't get until, how often, until it comes down, hits us, and out it goes. And they go, boom, they move, they act, they save, they protect. I remember when we'd have our prayer, our 24-hour prayer things once a month. And I developed this not on our watch. Why we weren't doing that every night? I mean, you know, you just go there like, oh, we should be doing this every night, you know, because people die and car accidents happen and things happen. And we'd always be, I think it was always on a Friday night. Yes, we did it on a Friday. So it was always a Friday night. And there's activity going on on Friday nights. And you think about the young people and think about stuff going on. And, and I, have the, I remember having growing in this awareness that we're contending for our whole area and region. We would stand in faith and do that. Like, I was right. The only thing that's wrong is not doing it more. Like, on our watch, on our watch. Like, we're watching, we're praying, like we're called to. And by that watching and praying, the, it, honestly, it feels very useless a lot of times. You may not even be in a good mood. And the person sitting next to you may not be putting you in a good mood. I mean, you know, life is life. But when we do these things, when we find the statutes, the principles of the Lord, then I, I, was, I was reading the other day in Psalms 119 and... Um, and there's this reference to counsel. I speak continually of your laws as I recite out loud your counsel to me. And I just began to study that like Psalms 33, 11, the counsel of the Lord stands forever. And I, I asked the question, you know, we see words. It's time to pray, fools. It goes off at the funniest times. That's fine. Do you want to pray? Do you have your prayer? Here we go. <laughs> Father, we just praise you and thank you. First of all, we declare that uh, we will overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony, and we will not love our life even unto death. And we will stand with you, Lord. We will stand with you in agreement with the United States and what plans you have for it. And Lord, we stand against this abortion bill that Congress is trying to pass, Lord, that will undo everything that we have done in prayer and, and been passed. And so, Lord, we stand in this place and we say, Lord, we want to see Baal worship destroyed in our country. We repent that we have allowed it to happen, and we just declare your blood upon the land. And, Father, we pray for the, the um, men and women, the young, young adults, Lord, that would even consider having abortion. 
that, Lord, you would send your ministering angels to them and that they would begin to say no, that you would send your workers into the field, that they would say no in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Phyllis. So I pondered for a moment, like the Lord's counsel, the Lord's advice to you. The Lord speaks things to you. Sometimes it's a scripture, sometimes it's specific. You know how um, you kind of get miffed if somebody asks your advice, you give them your advice, then they don't listen to your advice. Anybody do well with that? That's always like, a, why don't you go, why'd you ask me? And so the Lord gives his counsel, his counsel, it's like, here, do this. This is how this works. Do this. And, and so the psalmist is like, the Lord's counsel stands forever. It's good advice. It's good direction in, in the midst of needing wisdom. And so delight, you delight in that. You learn to delight in the, what the Lord speaks to you instead of bucking up against it and kicking uh, all the time. And so, but back to Amanda Grace's word. And, and it brought me to Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. Colossians chapter 3, 23. And in my New King James, uh, and whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. And so back to this word, find what you're to be doing and just do that. Do that. And do it in faith. And Phyllis and I have been working on this. How many of the rest of you have things that you're just a grind to have to do? And a good day is not having any of those things come up, but I'm finding there aren't too many days like that. There's always something or many things in any given day that all of a sudden you have to stop doing what you would like to be doing and go do this other thing. We can... Keep getting upset about that, and you can ignore it like we talk about being led by the Spirit, but being led by the Spirit isn't always what you feel good about doing. It's about what is right to do, and boy, when it's not something I want to do, I, I'm like, oh, that, I'm, not, I'm not led to do that. You know, like, we all go there. But I'll find it won't go away, and I have all my good reasons, and it just kind of stays there. I'm like, you know, pretty smooth. Where's the fly swatter? I want to get that out of my... And it just about, you know, all right, you know. And I, we've been having conversation like, what would... Every day can stay in a really good, peaceful, joyful place if I'll just embrace those things and go, oh, I have to go... I, I need to do this today because it's the right thing to do. This, this year, this spring, my mother-in-law... She's precious and special and all those things. And she's 92. My grandson's three, and there are behaviors that go along with that. We go, he's three. You know. And my mother-in-law's 92, and she's 92. Yeah, so. And uh, there was, there's been, for a few years, and I, I've definitely been ignoring it, like, I can't look. I don't want to look the, the, the main stairs to the house in the front, like, they're getting worse and worse, and she keeps fixing them, repairing them. Bless her heart. And uh, this past winter, they just went to crap, like totally bat. And, uh, you know, it's like, I'm not looking at this. I don't see this. I don't want anything to do with this. Hire somebody, find somebody, whatever, you know. And um, 
I'm just, that's how I'm, at. I'm honestly, that's true. You know, that's just like, then there's suggestions, do this. I'm, I'm like, la, 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 you know, that, that thing. Y'all, I'm probably the only person that does that, but there, there are things. So I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't want, you know. What would you do? I'm not even sure what I would do. I'd have to pray like I always do and figure it out, you know. And then it came down to, uh, you know that moment you go, and there's, and there's only one, you know, and I'm like, I need to do this. And I, but I had to have a come to Jesus moment about it. And it's very important. That's good. That's good to come to Jesus, right? Yeah? Because the outcome's always good. I had to take a fresh look at this and I realized my, my in-laws have been very, very good to me through my life. They've always, they've always been good. I've not been as good as they have. They've, been, they've liked me. They've honored like in a lot of, good, a lot of neat ways. And, um, and, and, and then my father-in-law passed away several years back. And then, and then my, my mother-in-law, she drives me crazy. But that's, you know, it's just my flesh, you know. But she's been very good. She's not been neat. I haven't had to fund her. I haven't had to bail her out. You know, like, it's been a blessing. Not everybody has in-laws like that. And, you, and, and for the sake of who she, she's my mother-in-law, I need to honor her. And then, and then all of Phyllis's uh, siblings, they've all been, also been, they're my family, covenant family with me. And so I'm like, I need to do this for her to honor her. I needed, and I need to, and I and it's right to do this for them because they've been very, very good to me. And so I had a whole change up. I'm like, I will fix the. I'll do this. I know it's not simple. It'll, I'll just do it, whatever it takes. Like I won't charge. I won't whatever. Like here's my plan, and I'll figure it out as I go because I really didn't know if the whole thing is going to fall off the house once I got into it. I just did not know. You didn't know. And, and so I did that. When, when it was, it took a solid month of working on it. When it was done, that feeling of I did it as unto the Lord was there, which is, there's nothing better than, there's no money that's better than that. There's no whatever, just to know you did something that it, it, it became a blessing to the whole family. And, and I felt really good about it. Now, sometimes I don't get there, and I do things, and I have this attitude, like, just saying. Every once in a while, that's happened. But this was a ka-ching, like, I did it, it turned out well, it was, and it was a blessing, and I felt like I did it as unto the Lord. That's the goal with all of our life. And why not just live your life like that? And many of you have gone through different situations. You're still there. Chris, Kathy went through it with her mother, like, they're just things you go, oh, my gosh, this is so hard. You know, like, talk about bite the hand that feeds you. I mean, they'll insult you. They'll offend you. They'll do, you're, you're busting your butt to try to keep up with them. And, and they'll, they'll sting you. They'll get you. You know, and you're like, I know that. But when you get your heart aligned, you can endure these things. You, have you noticed some of the happiest people on earth are the people that have, been, have some of the crappiest lives? And you go, how do you do that? They got their heart aligned so that they did, the, they did the right thing for the right reason. Got to do it for the right reason or you'll just be bitter. You really will. Like, oh, I had to do that, so I did it. Like, you're in trouble. 
When you face Jesus, he's going he's gonna to zing you like you're in trouble. That, that's not, that doesn't count. Like it, there needs to be this, this thing you come to in him, and this is what we can do. This is our walk. This is that thing, whatever you do in word or deed, do it, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. And so, um, I've gone on too long, but um, Colossians, let me just finish up. I'll read out of the Passion Translation. In uh, the same verse, put your heart and soul into every activity you do as though you are doing it for the Lord himself and not merely for others. So you, you click out of your agenda. A lot of it's just expectation. You're like, well, here's what I was going to do in my life or in my day, or it doesn't matter. And then interruptions come. They always come. Discouragements, unforeseen costs, unforeseen difficulties, da 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 you know. It doesn't, there's no, there is no, perp, like, and so, but if you perceive that the Lord's, like, is in that and you do it as unto him, then it just, cha- you can change and you can be peaceful about it and stay in this good place. And, and so when Amanda Gray said that, I'm like, yes, very important. Because if you, you don't get your heart to this place, you'll miss a lot of opportunities. And I've been wanting to move quickly when I get a nudge or urge from the Holy Spirit. When I'm all wrapped up, I'm not moving very fast. When I'm miffed and bugged and depressed and angry, uh, whatever else, you know, I miss all the clicks and the, uh, the, the things. And um, we have the neatest male, male lady here. Her name's Heather. We've never had a male woman that we've male lady, the whole neighborhood, we just love her. She's just so personable and neat, and you know, and Phyllis shares garden stuff with her. She's just, just really cool, you know, and she comes to the church and takes her lunch break, and it's just really great relationship with her. And um, I, she was gone for a week, and I've heard that she, her, she had a sister that died, and I hadn't seen her, and then I was doing something, and she came, and I stopped my truck and came over and, and talked to her and like, like, hey, I heard about this, and so we start talking. She shares, it was, her sister was younger than her, and um, it was alcoholism, like, so as soon as she said that, like, there's a whole, you know, the, every family that goes through a, an addictive family member, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of story there. There's a lot of history there. And you've worked hard. Every it's all it's always the same. They've everybody's worked hard to try to rescue them, save them, help them, fund them. I mean, there's always stuff. And she starts sharing the story with me, and uh, she's real almost always a very upbeat person. So um, she she relates to me. I just sit and listen, and I, I have this this urge just to pray for. Can I can I just pray for you? I pray, and just pray one of our fellowship of beloved prayers. You know. That isn't this instructive, heavy thing, just a, a blessing. And I said, I, I know Heather's heart's wounded in this, like, big picture. This is hard to go through this. And then the death doesn't even take away the pain. Like, it's like, it's all there. It all builds up. And I pray this simple prayer over her. And, um, and when, I, when I stop, she's crying. Like, it was a movement of a moment. And sometimes, a lot of times I miss those movements and I don't, I'm grieved about missing them, 
those moments of, and you've got to have your heart in the right place so you can move. Because that's, man, that's where the real treasures are. Take a little risk, just move out, do that. Bruce, he, he does, he's phenomenal about this out in the, out in the world out in his everyday, like he, he just recently told me another story of, of praying for a woman. She had a manifestation of a healing, like in the, you know, was it in Salem at the, yeah, Circle K, yeah, Circle K. Huh, amazing. And I know there's a transition going on right now in the church at large, like when we come out on the other side, the church isn't gonna look like it did before. Now, it used to make me nervous when I'd hear that. I was like, you know, better is coming. Better is coming. I think we will all be satisfied because we don't need religious church. We want to see the power. We want to see stuff happen. We want to see the supernatural. We, we don't want the religion. We don't want the, the stuff. We want to see lives changed and affected. That's what we want. We want this to be real, the real thing, so that we're not just singing the songs about the good stuff. We're doing the good stuff. We sing the song because we saw it yesterday. Yeah? Is that little, uh, you know, we have a lot of great songs and great words and great messages, but, but I want it to be like the, yeah, because we did that yesterday. Yeah? Because that happened, because I stepped out. When I stepped out, I felt like a nut. But when, I, but when I, I did it and I saw the results, I felt like, man, wow. I tapped into Jesus. I obeyed. I followed. I did whatever. And, and so getting your heart lined up, I'm not going to do this, but, but just reading through Colossians and back to this thing about this virtue and, and getting your heart right. And, and, and then the final thing of that is, is marked by love and how we interact with people and we keep a flow because we're, we're just in this kingdom type of activity and attitude and we're, we're functioning in this and flowing in this and out of that it says let every activity of your lives in verse 17 and every word that comes from your lips be drenched with the beauty of our Lord Jesus and the anointed one, and bring your constant praise to God the Father because of what Christ has done for you. Even in this chaotic life we're all living right now, this craziness, like that doesn't, it doesn't change the scripture. Like, well, Lord, you don't know how bad it is right now. You don't know how good it is right now. If you're going to go fishing, you want to go where the fish are. Yeah? Stop fishing in the bathtub. Somebody recently said that. Stop fishing in the bathtub. Go out and fish in the murky, deep waters, raging oceans, whatever. Go, go. Fish and believe the Lord's with you and that the catch, when he, when he says go fish, you better, yeah, get your net ready. He'll bring, like we get flowing in that obedience and the Lord's instructing me and telling me that's what he wants. He doesn't want presumption on our parts. He wants obedience. Just start following the nudges. You do that, you'll be amazed. The littlest thing can have the biggest effect. So let's pray. If you, just, if you want this, this impartation of flowing and moving, 
and looking at everything in your life, get rid of the drudge, get rid of the complaining, and just go, Lord, today is your day. It's not my day. It never was my day. It's your day. Father, in Jesus' name, we just want to align with you, make that, that simple transition into considering everything yours to lay down our agendas. We may have plans for the day, but you can trump them anytime. And Father, there's more of a word coming. Uh, and I know Kevin, when he gets back, he'll share this more, like interruptions, divine interruptions. Lord, you can interrupt me all day if it's for your purpose and what you want to do. I just welcome the interrupt. I'm going to just posture myself so that, so that I'm, I'm good with it. I'm ready. I'm, I'm okay. Today has enough stuff of its own. Tomorrow's always coming. Like, I'll finish tomorrow what I, what I can't get done today. I'll finish next year what I can't get done this year. Just so I'm in your will. Just so I'm flowing with what you're saying and what you're doing. So grace, grace to us, Lord. Let us be fruitful. We just commit ourselves to say yes to your spirit. I ask that for more dreams, more visions, that you'll um, show us how to stir up the gifts in us. We get our gifts going. We're going to be full of life. Depression will fall off if we get stirred up in our gifts. This young man we prayed about. If he finds his gift and gets stirred up in the gift, the depression's going to jump off, dump off of him, fall off of him. Lord, we have a word. We have a counsel to give. We know how to walk with you. Let's do it with all of our hearts. Have great confidence. And Father, this week, we're going to make declarations where we would normally complain. We're going to speak of better things, things to come. Things, speak of your purposes. Give us, give us help, Lord. We definitely can get in our ruts, and we just ask that there's a whole different atmosphere change in our conversations this week. We ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord's been good to us. Amen. Thank the Lord again for Chris and for Margie and for the things that are happening. Stuff's good. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord's been faithful.